a recap of Farmer's Day at the Capitol, a great partnership with Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry, and a lot more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. Wait a minute. No Johnny today. <laughs> Dude, where'd you tie him up? <clears throat> hit him away, huh? Yep, hit him away. This is the uh, this is the public affairs government relations takeover. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Jared Yates, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Uh, we um, we wanted to get you in here because we had a big day yesterday. Uh, we did indeed. It was a big day. Yeah, down at the state capitol. Uh, we had the Farmer's Day at the Capitol. We uh, did. Good turnout. I mean, we're going to talk about it, so I don't want to jump right into it. But uh, So, yeah, we thought we'd have you come in and... Kind of share a little bit about what happened. I think there was some breaking news down there we might talk about. Sure. Um, so on and so forth. But, um, yeah. yeah, how's everything in your world? Man, things are good. We've been busy. Obviously, the the session is uh, approximately halfway through, so things have just been uh, fast and furious. But it's yeah. been good. It's been a week. It's been a week. <laughs> We've had a busy week this week. Yeah. Brian, how's your week going? Same. Yeah. <laughs> still still trying to catch more breath. This is a still. weary podcast. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. I'm standing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm breathing. So literally, that's a good thing. Literally so. and figuratively. Yes. Uh, hey, I got to tell you, you know, we had a lot of people in town for Farmers at the Capitol and other, other events going on, board meetings, stuff like that, which we'll talk about. But, um, uh, I had a few people stop and give us compliments on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, before before my attendance today. That's it. <laughs> Downhill. <laughs> Downhill after that. Uh, yeah, I mean, some folks that just said, enjoy the information we share, or uh, certainly John McMahon being on the podcast, which just mm-hmm. seems to be the overwhelming feedback. I don't get that necessarily, but, um, you, know, you know, I mean, just folks who say, you know, I appreciate being able to watch and listen every week so that's kind of cool yeah i think they're liking the information and uh they're loving the stump the host yeah uh, it, it's uh starting to it, take off i think what you're doing is kind of taking off to your point uh, someone tell me uh, you know i asked at least 10 people that question about how far can you walk into the forest and no one's gotten it yet I'm like, <laughs> oh you're like taking what we're doing here Do you know that one Halfway is that? There you go. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, that's a it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, thanks to AgriPulse for uh, running our interview with Senator John Bozeman in their e- e- email um, this week. Uh, if you're here because of that, or um, you know, not in the state of Arkansas, and just think it may be interesting, tag along and listen to some of the agricultural news. Welcome. Uh, and yeah, that's. That's it. I mean, it's just been a really, really busy week. We've called it our week of action. We'll talk more about that in a few. But um, it's 
been busy. It has, man. But it's all been really good, really good, um, I'll say action. It's been a yeah. lot of good events, a lot of good participation, and and uh, it's been a good week for Farm Bureau and for agriculture. And Feels like a lot of momentum, really. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, which is good to see, good to hear. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, if the weather will act right, you know, agriculture, I mean, we're about to ramp up the row crop side of things. Indeed. I know, talked to some cattle producers this week who are ready to start growing some hay. I think everybody's getting on the low end of that inventory. That's true. Uh, from winter. And so, anyhow, yeah. The rain has been good, been good but there's there's a lot of mud being raised out there right now. Uh, you ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lying. Well, uh, another big day tomorrow. We'll talk about it more that next week, but the Ag Hall of Fame induction ceremony brian i know you've been doing a lot of work on that yes uh, as have yes. other members on our team um indeed so, we're yeah. st- still ramping up getting geared up for it and uh we'll be there setting up tomorrow yeah i wanted to call attention to uh i just moved on fairly abruptly uh, <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> uh, i wanted to move on to, to talk about uh one of the outcomes from yesterday which is uh, Talk Business and Politics came out and talked to uh, Brandon and Lauren Martin about uh, one of the pieces of legislation that we've been working on. We'll talk a little bit more about that, too. But uh, in the meantime, if you're interested to hear about um, about that, um, there's a great article. It's 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 it has to do with um, young farmer legislation that impacts young, young, young and beginning farmers. Uh, and there's a great article in Talk Business uh, about that today. You can find that on their Twitter account, on their website, wherever you, m- you may prefer to get that information. Here's a good one. A good friend of Arkansas Farm Bureau, uh, Dr. Bill Robertson. Uh, I did not realize this. He retired. I read, read an article today. Dr. Bill plays a role in our commodity division, uh, cotton commodity division. He's worked for the extension for 20 growing seasons. Uh, famous for his, and I, I don't know if y'all have ever heard him talk about this, his soil, your undies, uh, soil health study. That's pretty fun. Um, <laughs> have you not? But now I'm curious. So, <laughs> Well, I think, if I remember correctly, and I'll probably butcher this, but he, what he's done is taken a pair of underwear and buried it in a, in a, in a field where soil health has been a priority and then a field where it's not. And when you go back after so many days and go to dig it up, where where soil health was a priority, those don't exist anymore. Oh They're wow! They're just gone. Okay, yeah. it's sort of a sort of a, yeah. a, a kitschy you know way to sell soil health. You know, talk about that and demonstrate. It's like dropping a nail in a coke. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, kind of, sort of like that. So anyway, uh, but that that study made the made the art uh, Whitney Haywood of of Jackson County, who writes for Farm Progress, wrote an article about uh, Bill, and this was that made. That was part of her, her roundup. Yeah. He really is an all-around legend in the Arkansas cotton industry well beyond. So if you're interested in reading that whole article from Whitney Haywood, uh, visit Farm Progress. It's made the rounds on Twitter, too. And gotcha. We're certainly grateful for, for him, uh, all the contributions he's made to the cotton industry. Uh, and then one last thing before we dive in here, the 2024 – Farm Bureau Ag Innovation Challenge application is open. Um, we had Arkansas participants in this last year. Uh, it's really cool. It's prize. There's prize money awarded. Great awareness 
for up and coming brands in the ag industry and really just an all around cool sort of incubator for, for ag, you know, startups. So that application is open now through American Farm Bureau. It's uh, closes May the 12th. So if you're interested in that, just go out and search uh, Farm Bureau Ag Innovation Challenge and you'll see what you need to know. Well, you know what? We usually kick off the show with the legislative update, but since we have you here, uh, we're going to hold off on that and let you deliver that. Okay. Uh, any any policy updates on that front? Uh, with that said, we'll start today with a bit of news from home. The Arkansas Farm Bureau Foundation is excited to be partnering with the ARP State Wife and R and Women's Leadership Committees to launch a new Hunters Feeding the Hungry program. Arkansas Farm Bureau along with county farm bureaus, have been working to fight food insecurities in our state for many years through local and statewide financial and food donations. Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry is in their 22nd year of helping feed hungry Arkansans. They provide wild game meat to food pantries across the state. The ARFB Foundation is jumping in to support the organization's newest endeavor, the Wild Game Snack Sticks Program. This program provides shelf-stable meats uh, snack sticks to schools for the backpack programs to provide a protein options for students. The ARFB Foundation Board of Directors recently approved a $25,000 donation to Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry organization. In addition to the donation, an additional $25,000 has been set aside to match donations made by county farm bureaus, individuals, and other organizations. If you or your county farm bureau would like to be a part of the, this great program, including a match, uh, make a tax-deductible donation to the ARP Foundation. Money earmarked for the Hunters Feeding the Hungry program will be donated on your behalf. Reach out to Amanda Williams here at the state office if you have any questions or need more information. Have you had any of those beef sticks? Or not beef sticks, wild game sticks? Wild game sticks, I have. They're good. Uh, you know, Ronnie and, and those guys and Grant Westmoreland, I mean, the things that they have done over the years since, since they got that organization started are really phenomenal. Yeah, and I think it's you know I'm excited. Farm Bureau is is uh, partnering with them and and at offering some assistance there because what they do really is uh, is a great service to the state. And yeah, they make a big impact. And um, you know I, I know that those wild game sticks are good. We've you know like I said, Grant, Ronnie, those guys <laughs> gave us some, and uh, folks have passed them around here at the office, and 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 they're a good quality product. Yeah. I, uh, I've snacked on a couple. They're pretty tasty. I think it's great. I mean, to solve that protein on the weekend sort of issue sure. that we see sure. sometimes. They're a good uh, deer camp uh, duck blind snack as well, I yeah. have found. But. You know, guys, yesterday's Farmer's Day at the Capitol event wrapped up the Arkansas Farm Bureau Week of Action. Over the past seven days, we've hosted winter commodity meetings, joined hands with Arkansas Hunters Feeding the Hungry, had a productive meeting with the U of A Division of Ag, and held our Insurance and Federation board meetings here at the state office. It's been a busy and productive week, all focused on growing and supporting the Arkansas agriculture industry. If you'd like to catch up on the events, check out our social channels, and if this sounds like something you'd like to be a part of, you can always join our membership at ARFB.com for only $40 per year. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, Jared. Thanks for being here. It's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. Uh, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. I am. Uh, yeah. I gotta tell you, I am getting over a, 
not feeling well this week, and I've uh, definitely not made it easy on you today, so I apologize for that. But let's talk a little bit about Farmer's Day at the Capitol um, and the progress we're making really on our policy priorities during sure. the legislative session. Sure. So uh, yesterday was Farmer's Day at the Capitol, um, which actually started the night before we hosted uh, our members who made the trip to Little Rock to participate yesterday. Uh, we started with a dinner Tuesday night um, and had probably, I'd say, 220-ish yeah, a full room. Uh, of our members there for dinner. And uh, we were honored to have uh, Senate President Bart Hester uh, and State Representative John Eubanks speak to the speak to the dinner and speak to our members about their perspective on the session and kind of how it's been going up to this point. Um, you know, we're we're essentially at the halfway point, maybe a little past the halfway point uh-huh. in the session. So, you know, it kind of got started a little slow, but uh, things are starting to pick up, and you know, thing you know, bills are are moving, and um, and so. It's, it's getting to be a little more hectic and chaotic down there, which uh, our folks got to see firsthand yesterday. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and so I think all total we had, you know, somewhere around 300, a little over 300 of our farmers and ranchers uh, at the Capitol yesterday to meet with their legislators and, and watch kind of the activity, the sausage being made, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, so it, w- it was great to have our folks down there and, and, um, and visiting one-on-one with their legislator about not only – the, the priorities that our members have have identified, but also just things that are happening on the farm from a day to day standpoint. What they're dealing yeah. with yesterday was communicated to their legislator yesterday, and and I think that's really valuable for our folks to 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 build those relationships and for the legislators to hear really firsthand what's happening on the farm. And so, uh, it was a great day. It was a great day. Yeah, certainly. I mean, we've got some legislators who are involved in agriculture. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we've got, you know, we have got, uh, you know, Arkansas is a, is a very diverse ag state. You know, we have row crop, row crop on the, on the, in the Delta and cattle and, and poultry on the Western side. We've got a lot of timber, uh, aquaculture, especially crops. I mean, it, it really is a diverse uh, ag footprint in Arkansas. And so with that, you know, members that are in, in the Delta, they, they see a row crop, on a daily basis mm-hmm. as they're driving driving around or if they're farmers themselves. But, you know, you also have perspectives from the cattle guys and the forester guys. So um, it's it's good to kind of pull all that together. Yeah, no um, doubt. With our membership and at the state capitol and, and talk about those issues individually. So, um, you know, a lot of great conversations happened yesterday. Um, and so I thought it was really good. Yeah, it was. I know I, I wanted to – there's one committee meeting specifically I wanted to sit in. I had to watch it on my phone. Like I yeah. couldn't even get in the room. Yeah, those committee rooms up there aren't very aren't very big to begin with, and so when you have, uh, you know, a lot of folks up there, it's oftentimes hard to get in there and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and watch those committees uh, do their work. But uh, you know, one of the committees that met yesterday was uh, Senate Education Committee, and one of our priorities. Yeah, I was going to ask about. Yeah, this. what you know, kind of exciting day yesterday that happened while all our folks were there is. Um, is our bill uh, HB 1336, which is an early uh, ag education uh, proposal. Uh-huh. And um, it passed the Senate Education Committee yesterday while our, while our folks were there. So that was exciting uh, mm-hmm. that they got to see that. Um, we're really uh, excited about that legislation. Um, 
you know, essentially what, what we're aiming to do there is kind of educate our, our, our children at a younger age and elementary age, kind of about more about agriculture and where their food comes from, food yeah. and fiber comes from. And, uh, and we're excited about that. Yeah. Now that bill had already passed the house. It has. Is that right? That's right. Okay. That's right. So, so what's its next stop? So it'll be voted on in the full Senate. And then once it's voted on in the full Senate, which we expect it to pass, uh, with no with no problems, um, that's always kind of a, but uh, we expect that. Um, and then from there, it goes to the governor's desk for signature and will become law. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, just my personal perspective, but watching that, I think it was almost unanimous. Or yeah, it was unanimous coming out of committee. It yesterday. was. So that's that's good. It was. It was unanimous in the House, unanimous on the House floor, and then now unanimous in the Senate committee. And so we're hopeful for a unanimous vote in the Senate, full Senate, and, and then yeah. it will become law. No cost, no obligation. Sure. Strictly voluntary. We're paying the we're gonna we're gonna pay for the costs that are associated. I mean, it's That's really right. a win win win. That's right. And um, you know, it's 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 actually gonna be started as a pilot program. Um and so yeah. we're hopeful that, you know, over you know, the next two, three years, once the pilot program has proven itself to to be effective and work and do what we're intending it to do then it could become a permanent program uh, across the state. Well, that's great. I know we're excited to have that uh, going on yesterday. Well, look, while I've got you here, are there any other bills that align with our policy priorities that you'd like to talk about? Sure. I'll mention a few. I mean, you know, we've, um, you know, we've been working on, um, you know, one of the challenges that, that we face and that agriculture as an industry faces is that the average age of farmers is increasing. Right, yes. And the average or the number of farmers total is decreasing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Farm Bureau, not only in Arkansas, but Farm Bureaus around the country and other ag organizations, you know, the, the future of agriculture, to preserve the future of agriculture, we need more young farmers and ranchers. Yes. And so that's a priority for us. And, um, you know, we've got a couple of, of pieces of legislation that we hope to improve that. One of those is House Bill uh, 1003, uh-huh. which is a beginning farmer tax credit. And um, essentially that would allow, you know, provide some tax incentives to make it easier to uh, enter a, a large rental agreement on some property or to help uh, purchase some property, uh, some farmland. So, you know, oh, yeah. the input cost on farming, everybody knows, is is really expensive. And so anything we can do to try to incentivize or make it easier for young farmers and ranchers to to, to farm full time, uh, we want to try to look 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 at those ways and um, and try to push those along. Uh, it's a really important to try to get more young people involved in farming and really for the future of uh, production, the security sure. of food food supply. Yeah, I mean, I mean we I say this all the time to folks, and you know it's you know food security is a national security issue. Um, you know mm-hmm. we we are fortunate that we live in a country of abundance in terms of food and fiber and and we can feed ourselves. We don't have to depend on other countries to import food to feed us. Right. Um, and we never want to get in that situation. Right. And so the future of, future of agriculture is important to ensure that we can always feed ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, I know you happened to talk to the Arkansas Democrat Gazette yesterday, Christina LaRue over there. Um, she published a great article this morning. If you'd like to hear more about um, these, these policies that Jared's talking about, you can certainly – See more there and beyond. Sure, a state meat inspection program, which passed in the last session. That's right. You guys covered a little bit of that, and and so on and so forth. So, uh, well, I'm just um, 
Is there anything else that we that we should talk about or cover with Farmers Day? I mean, you know, one of the things I wanted to mention is just kind of the you know uh, SB three twenty four, which is a which is a health benefit plan piece of legislation that uh, Farm yeah. Bureau is is working on. And I just, you know, people don't necessarily think about Farm Bureau as it relates to health insurance or health benefits. But, uh-huh. you know, that's something I wanted to just bring up is the same argument we were making a while ago about young farmers and ranchers getting um, involved in agriculture or taking that leap to become a self-employed full-time farmer. Uh, you know, the input cost is a big impediment to that. Right, and one of those monthly uh, costs that's really tough for young folks is the health insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, that monthly premium every month uh, really hits the budget, and mm-hmm. so you know, Farm Bureau uh, not only in Arkansas but in some other states are looking at ways to offer Farm Bureau members uh, a health benefit plan as a member benefit that hopefully could be at a lower premium and something that may benefit them as a self-employed individual or a self-employed family. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're self-employed, you're stuck paying 100% of your premium. There is no cost share with an employer. So, yes, sir. Um, you know, this is a big deal to our folks. And, again, it's not something that you would readily tag as an ag issue. But when you're trying to get young folks um, to who are interested in farming, health insurance is a, is a big deal to them. So uh, that's kind of why we're, we're supporting this bill and, and uh, talking to our legislators about it. And young folks, if you're a young farmer – then you probably got a family or starting to think in that direction. So that makes an impact too. Sure. And like you said, could be the difference of being able to go into farming or not. Absolutely. Uh, Just like, just like the other, the other bill we're talking about. That's right. So super important. Um, Well, that's a great update. I mean, I was energized yesterday. I saw a lot of, a lot of folks having great conversations in the hallways and the committee meetings uh, so on and so forth. We had a lunch where we invited legislators to come over, and that's right. And uh, yeah, it was just a really a an all around uh, I think banner day for Farm Bureau. I agree. Yeah. Well, let's cover one last story before I wrap it up. I definitely wanted to bring this in uh, to the podcast today since you're here with us. So chime in anywhere to offer perspective. But the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee approved a resolution Tuesday. To avoid the Biden administration's water of the U.S. rule scheduled to go into effect March 20th. According to AgriPulse, committee chairman Sam Graves of Missouri and Water Resources and Environment Subcommittee Chairman David Rouser of North Carolina introduced the resolution to use the Congressional Review Act to get rid of the rule. AgriPulse reports that Senate Republicans introduced identical wording but have not yet taken action. Rouser said the new rule would allow uh, federal officials to determine for themselves what bodies of water are regulated and could prompt more lawsuits targeting farmers. Many farm organizations, including American Farm Bureau and Arkansas Farm Bureau, oppose the new WOTUS rule. If approved by the full House and Senate, the resolution would need a two-thirds vote to overturn a likely Biden veto. You know, the the WOTUS discussion, which is waters of the United States yes has been around a while and you know with changing administrations those policies and rules change with it and you know from a farming and ranching standpoint um, you know we always we we always say that you know farmer farmers and ranchers are the best stewards of the land I mean yeah if, if we don't take care of the land we can't raise animals or, or uh, fruits and vegetables or rice or cotton or soybeans 
if the ground and the and the environment's not taken care of, we can't do those things. So mm-hmm. the environment is important, and our water is critical to that. Yeah, and you know our folks have you know taken the position, in my opinion, that it's just reasonable. We need reasonable rules and regulations, and when you try to expand uh, some regulations that could you know cover a farm pond or a stream running through you know your your pasture, mm-hmm. um, some of that's just not reasonable, and, yeah. and add such undue burden on farmers and ranchers that's just unnecessary. Um, you know. You know, it, so it's it's kind of been a constant back and forth on WOTUS, but uh, you know I'm pleased by the, the transportation committee's actions, and and hopefully that will take you know take foot, and the Senate will do something similar and and add some common sense back into these discussions on WOTUS. Yeah, it's and it's a yo-yo too. I mean, um, it is very much so. I mean, when you when you hear about WOTUS, you're going to hear about the Obama's administration's regulations, then the Trump administration, then Biden administration. You've got this lingering Supreme Court decision that's out there that's as right. well. I mean, it's really can cause some confusion for farmers. No, uh, no doubt. In addition to to risks such as this, so, sure, and not just farmers. I think um, I've heard somebody the other day give an example of a couple who had purchased a piece of property and went to build a residence and you know, got caught up in some of this. That's so, right. That's you right. know. No, that's exactly right. So, I yeah. mean, you know, Congress is going to continue to try to to try to deal with this issue, and the courts are, like you mentioned, are obviously involved as well with the court cases. And so, you know, we're going to have to continue to monitor this pretty closely sure. and kind of see how it goes. But, uh, you know, like I said, it's unfortunate that WOTUS keeps getting yo-yoed around, as you say, because yeah. that's absolutely the truth. You know, our folks need some consistency. And, you know, we just would like to see a, you know, reasonable common sense approach to this yeah. rather than it yo-yoing from administration to administration. Yeah, that I mean, farmers don't plan in six-week intervals. You That's know? right. I mean, it's it's years and years. So, well, look, um, before we get to Brian, I'll tell you, thanks for hanging in there with me today, a little under the weather, and, and have definitely made this uh, harder than it probably should have been. <laughs> no so, problem, thanks. Man. Brian, no what do you got for us? Well... Since Jared's here, <clears throat> and because of the week that we've had, um, yeah, this trivia is all focused around the state capitol. Jared, mm. this is time where he makes us look silly. Yeah, Did I I'm tell sure. you that? Have I, sure. <laughs> have I told you that? So these are not like joke riddles or dad jokes or anything like that. Okay. It's all facts on our state capitol state building. State capitol building. Okay. So um, you ready for that? I'm ready. Okay. He's going to kill it. Yeah. Uh, I have faith in him. First, the first few, it's going to feel like something out of the Old Testament. I feel, uh, you know, it's like <laughs> it's biblical. Start. Uh, how long did it take for the capital to be fully completed? I have no idea. You, you need me to give you multiple choice because I can. Multiple choice. I always help. like them. I go C. No. I'm just <laughs> Let's hear it. Ironically, C yeah. is correct. Oh, my awesome. goodness. Awesome. And I didn't even give you the number. Yeah. So, He's that uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. McMahon, you've yeah. been taken. You've been overtaken as <laughs> the <laughs> tribute champion. <laughs> uh, it took 16 years. Wow. 16 years. 16 years. Yeah. It was completed in 1915 on wow. January 1st. Do either of you know what was on the grounds before the state capitol, what they repurposed? I have seen some photos of cattle uh, in, uh, you know, in pastures and fenced really close proximity to the building itself. Really? Uh, yeah. So I would, 
I w- I'm going to go with C, a farm. <laughs> <laughs> He's sticking with letters here, Zach. Yeah, he is. You got thoughts? You- uh, no, I mean it's it's I mean it's 1915, right? It's as good a guess as any. I you know I'm sure, you know I mean uh, yeah I'll go with farm. Very very late 1800s, so it's the city of Little Rock was starting to build up around this, but it was the state penitentiary. Really. Oh, wow. And they, the city was starting to build up around it, so they decided to move it to another location and, mm. and put the capital there. Yeah. Interesting. State penitentiary. State penitentiary. Wow. Um, There's probably a joke in there somewhere. Uh, the, definitely <laughs> a joke in there. <laughs> but, um, well, definitely a joke in there. I won't, I won't go there. So I'll ask one more. Oh, come on. Don't go easy on them. <laughs> Though none are visible in the interior besides the basement. This, start, this is starting like a riddle. I'm just going to tell you. It feels like a riddle. How many bricks were used in the construction of the Capitol? The, was it eight million, one million, a hundred thousand, or five hundred thousand? Don't don't guess. See, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with a million. Okay, eight million. It was eight million. Really? How about okay. that? Yeah. Mm. Jason Brown gets feeling. one. I finally, you have, you this have, has been weeks. You have come back the around. There you go. <laughs> weeks, man. We, well, we've had a couple of weeks of uh, he has put goose eggs. I would, like, I would like to see the definition of brick. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> now we're getting technical. Yeah. That sounds like we're in a committee yeah. meeting or, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. on the floor somewhere. The spirit of a brick or the essence of a brick? All right. Well, that was a pretty good one. Uh Jared, I like your I like your strategy. I may try that. Yeah. All right, See. one more just because he brought it up. Okay. So, hundred house members. How many sit on the floor? All of them. It's some riddle. How many of them sit on the floor? How many house members sit on the house floor? Do not trust him. I mean, I mean, on the actual <laughs> floor, zero. No, not on the actual floor in their seats, but I mean, it'd be a hundred, right? No, because the speaker's in the speaker's chair. Oh, so how many would it be then? I mean, 99. There you go. See? See? Golly. It's always something. Showing McMahon up, too. So, I mean, he's using some logic. Although McMahon has done the same logic. You know what you just guaranteed for me? A very disappointed father text. (laughs) (laughs) I get a text from my dad Saturday morning. Well, I just listened to the podcast. You're an idiot. <laughs> That's what happened. He's like, "How could you not guess?" You know, whatever ridiculous question I mean, Brian has for me. So those are good ones. Yeah, he's pretty good at that. I'm working on them. All right. Well, that wraps up the news for this week. Uh, Jared, thanks for being here. Yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, just as we wrap up, I want to thank all of the members that showed up at Farmers Day. It yeah, was, that's a. That's it was a good an important point. day, and I'm glad they were here, and we we are grateful. I know, as a staff, we had a. Uh, we really wanted to have a good turnout, and I, man, everybody who who sent the invites, who worked hard to get them here, excellent job, and thanks to you all for coming. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't have done that. I mean, obviously, it's the members who make that happen. So, well, that wraps up the news for this week. As I said, uh, thanks for following along with the Arkansas Adcast. We're grateful to you uh, for taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch the video production every Thursday at four p.m. on Facebook and YouTube or listen to the audio version on iTunes or Spotify. And just make sure to leave us a review if you've got a few extra minutes. Uh, The Arkansas AgCast is brought to you by Arkansas Farm Bureau. 
Uh, and uh, I'm Jason Brown. There is no John McMahon this week, but we will see you next week. <laughs>